Last time on Taverns and Caverns, we went to the guild and we met this really good looking elf lady named Lanelle. I really think she's into me. We got our ID cards and I guess we decided our name is Kath and Cole. I'm not sure it's the greatest name, but it'll do. We decided to take on one of the hunts and we wanted to do the harpy one because I think Noma really wants to eat a harpy. I don't get it. We went up into the hills and we met this guy named Cletus Ray and he had a super weird accent. And he told us a lot about his sex life and his friend's sex life. But I guess his friend is missing and he really wants his hat. So we continued on and we fought a group of kobolds. And uh, Nomu ate one. He might be a cannibal, I don't know. We found the harpies and Nomu and Desiree got charmed by the harpies. Nomu fell into a pit like an idiot. Anyway, once he got out of it, we won the fight pretty easy. Then Nomu decided to tie a whole harpy to his back to bring back to the guild, like a crazy person. I just cut off its wings and put its wings on my back because they look really cool. And now we're going back to see Cletus. Chapter 7. A Tenacious Scholar. So, um, you guys are on your way back to New Tempest to turn in the wings from the harpy that you cut off. Well, I guess Nomu is carrying a full dead uh, body of a harpy, is that correct? Eat it. I am. Okay. So you guys are making your way back towards New Tempest to turn these dead harpies to the Adventurer's Guild to collect your 1600 gold. But you also came across, if you remember speaking with Cletus Ray, the farmer, you came across his neighbor's dead body, Lester. You found the straw hat. So I'm assuming you guys will have to pass Cletus Ray's farm to get back to New Tempest. Are you guys going to turn this hat in to Cletus, or what are you guys doing? Who's holding the hat? Uh, I think you were. You? Right? No, you were. I could stay. Oh, was I? I, didn't I got the hat then. Put it on your I, put the, I have the ID. You put it on top of the heart? Nope. <laughs> we have to give the ID. Oh, no, the ID cards for the other people. My bad. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I want to turn this straw hat back to uh, the old the old man. <laughs> Last the old man. I don't think he was that old. I'm a cat. Everyone's old. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are making your way back towards New Tempest, you come across good old Cletus Ray's farm. He's still outside doing his thing. It's pretty late. If you guys remember, you fought the harpies at night. As you guys are walking towards his farm, you see there's some torches lit up around his farm to give him some lighting. He's on his front porch to his house. He's on a rocking chair, rocking back and forth. He's got a giant mug in his hand, and he's <laughs> sipping from it, and he looks over towards your way. He can't really tell who you are from the distance in the dark, but he waves over. And as you guys come up closer, he spots the four of you. <clears throat> trying to get this voice down. I'm trying to remember how he sounded. <clears throat> like a hillbilly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, good to see y'all. Y'all fine, Lester? We have some bad news, unfortunately. <laughs> bad news? What's the bad Wait a minute. Did you find Lester fucking another lady? Because if that's the case, no. that's some real bad news, son. My neighbor or my wife ain't going to want to hear hold that. On, hold on. He Not might, that type of bad news. He might have fucked the heartbeat. We don't know. Him and Lady Death hit it off. Pretty tight. 
Regardless, we have found his hat. It appears no, he made. No, that's Cletus's hat, right? I'm Cletus. Yeah, I know it's your hat, right? Well, we found the hat he was wearing. <laughs> it appears he was eaten by some harpies. Excuse me. You yeah, saying like good old Lester dead. got devoured by some bird women? Yeah, he's super dead. Oh my goodness. Rest his poor soul. His wife. Damn. She's gonna be happy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Not what I expected. Okay. Laura! Hey Laura! Let's Lester her over here. <laughs> Cletus Ray screaming. Laura! Get your ass out of here, woman! You see this woman comes out and she goes, Shut up! Cletus, what is it? Did you hear? Lester's dead! Laura looks over at the group, then back at Lester. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have to make some cornbread pudding tonight. You know, Hannah over there is gonna be happy to hear that. I know, that's what I told these folks. Fucking Lester's dumb as shit. He went for some bird with him. See where that got him? Oh, man. Well, I'm not going to be the one to tell Hannah. I know she's going to be happy, but it ain't going to be me. That's you, Cletus. I'm going to get back and make this cornbread pudding. No, this is a special event, occasion. Oh, Hannah's a free woman now. Jesus Laura runs back inside. <laughs> Where are we? What did this guy do? Where are we? I'm <laughs> celebrating. Cletus Ray looks up. Look, Lester was a good man. I don't think so. He, he, uh, he, he was a terrible farmer, terrible <laughs> husband. But, you know, I thought he was a good man. I don't know much about his private life. but Yes, you do. You told us a lot about this last time. Oh, well, that's very true. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you know. All I gotta say, his wife is gonna be happy. Like I said, I don't know what happened between those two, but you know what? It's not my business. Okay, okay, okay. We found your stinky hat. You yeah. Want to oh, try? yeah. Give me my hat. <laughs> Noma reaches behind and uh, gets oh, the yeah, hat off the, the harpy. harpy. That's right. Ah, it is your straw hat. Oh, you found my straw hat. Pass it on here, fella. Noma gives the hat over. He takes his hat. Oh, my goodness. You see this, baby? My mom, Papa, gave this to me when I was three years old. Too big for my head. I think it was Papa's. Is that why it stinks? No, it's, that's not why it stinks. It probably stinks because good old Lester over here trying to fuck some bird women. Speaking of which, by golly, is that a harpy on your back, cat man? Indeed it is. He turned around so he can admire it. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's what they look like. Oh man. Yeah, do you like my wings? I don't like your wings. Why? Because it's from this bird thing that killed <laughs> Lester. Yeah, but we killed them. It's like a trophy. No, this isn't good. Lester lost his life for this ugly thing. He's a damn fool. He had to have some weird ass fetishes. Uh, to be fair. These things draw you in with music. Music, you say? You mean they're singing? It's very hard to resist. Yeah, he almost got. You almost turned into Lester? We don't talk about that. <laughs> well, Lester was a damn fool. I warned him. Anyways. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Have you ever eaten a cold bolt, cold bolt before? A cold bolt? Who the hell would eat one of those <laughs> lizard dudes? Oh, yeah. It didn't taste too bad. Needed salt. Needed salt? Boy, what the hell is your problem? I was hungry. <laughs> you don't got no bread or nothing on you? I had cold bolt. And I ate it. Listen here, boy. You better stay away from my cows. You better stay away from my chickens. You better stay away from all my animals. If you over here eating some cold bones, I don't know what the hell you gonna be eating, boy. Here, you know what? I got a gift for you. Because you found my hat. Give me a minute. He runs back inside. Comes, or He runs inside, comes back out. He has a giant, giant basket full of fresh vegetables. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Peppers, tomatoes, onions, everything you could think of. Fruit <laughs> fruit and vegetables. He passes this giant basket to Nomu. Listen here, boy. This is fresh fruit, fresh veggies from good old Cletus Ray's farm of New Tampus. Take these vegetables, learn how to cook something other than cold bowl, and get some vitamins in you, boy. Them cold balls don't got shit in them. You know what they eat? They probably eat the harpy's poop. You don't know what the fuck they eat, boy. This is fresh. Nomu grabs that basket of uh, fruits and vegetables and his ears go back. His fur bristles. You listen, this is a gift. This is a gift from me, Cletus Ray, to you, Catman. What's your name again? Nomu. Nomu, I won't forget that. And your name, sir? Looks at Eddie R. Eddie R. And you, man, with the wings, you weirdo. I'm not really a weirdo, but my name is Ethan Brown. Bitch, you got dead harpy wings on your back that you tied up. That shit stinks. It smells worse than my cow's manure. Thank it smells you. better than your hat. Oh, look, look, we don't talk about the hat now, see? And your dead neighbor. Hey, I'm giving you fresh fruit and veggies. What's your own name? Uh, well, today, Desiree. <laughs> but, uh, do you remember you promised me some, uh, moonshine if we bought the hat back? I definitely didn't forget why you're feeling so generous. He rubs his chin. Damn. Did I promise this guy some moonshine? I remember yeah, this too. I promise y'all moonshine? Oh, you're right. Let, let me get you some me, moonshine. Me, singular. Oh, well, I, got, I got good old Cletus Ray moonshine. Give me one minute. He runs inside, runs back out. He's got a giant bottle. Look, listen now, see? They're good for you. This moonshine's got secret ingredients in it. I'm never going to tell you what's in it. Just know that it's Cletus Ray's moonshine, and it's strong. He passes the bottle to, you said you're Desiree? Yeah. <laughs> Desiree. You said you're okay. Desiree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Name tags up. Desiree. She's like a hello, my <laughs> That moonshine there, you know, that'll last you a bit. A little drop has more than enough in it. Desiree pops the top. Cat's gonna be a fun weekend. Let's give it to the cat. Pa pass it to me first, real, real quick. No. What are you not, get off? I'm not gonna drink it. Just, just let me check it. He'll pass out on the bed and won't and make me sit on the floor again. Just let me check it. Desiree hands it over reluctantly. Eddie uses detect poison and disease. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I so. mean, fair. <laughs> you have to roll anything for that? You just. Uh, no, just you identify kinds of poison okay. creatures. There, it's it's not poisonous at all. There's nothing. Uh, well, I mean, if you drink a lot of it, 
quote-unquote can be deadly, depending on how much you drink in a certain time frame. But there's no actual poisons, per se, in it. You listen here, drink responsibly now. It's, it, it seems to be safe. And you want to pass the drink back. All right. You, you think I was going to try and poison you, boy? This ain't Dragon's Growl. What do you he think this here is? Disease. I think that's a smart thing to do. Were you trying to say good old Cletus can't make his own moonshine without getting people sick? Is a special ingredient uh, cornbread pudding? Hell no. <laughs> do I look when... like cornbread pudding kind of guy? That's Hannah and Laura. They like that shit. Are they nicer? Can we talk to them instead? No! <laughs> Cletus, forget them. All, All right. right, share a drink with me. No, I'm okay. I've already had a couple. No, no, let's drink in in memoriam of Lester. Lester, oh, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, let's 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 have a toast to good old Lester. Oh no. Hopefully, he's <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of these bird women up wherever he's at. I don't think no one should drink. All right, now let me, let me get you some glasses here. He runs in, comes back with a few glasses. Look, D don't mind me. I don't drink. You don't drink. What the hell's wrong with you, boy? like really into, I don't know, being a good guy. He's an Except 07. for when we sleep in a hotel, you know. He's an 07. You don't drink? You want, um... It's against my religion. Against your religion? What? Don't make me slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you follow? Solaris. Yeah, the goddess <laughs> Boy... That's the goddess of the sun. If anything, she'd be praising that you fucking drink this. Come on now, just a sip. Nothing I can do, sir. Fine, boring ass motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go to you, cat. What about you? Here, here's a here's a glass, and here's one for you, Desiree. One for you, Asundra. Oh god. Oh, what about the good old little fat dog in there? What's his name again? That's Mr. Bojangles. Okay, please don't give Mr. Bojangles any. Mr. Bojangles deserves some of this. But he wants cornbread pudding, not. Oh, that's gonna take a while. That fat dog ain't getting all that cornbread pudding. <laughs> Desiree right. takes Nomo's cup and basically pours all of his into hers and leaves like one drop. What's my constitution? <laughs> You can lick that out the bottom. Alright, cheers, y'all. So he raises his glass and chugs his oh boy. drink down. Go ahead and roll me a constitution check. No one was insta-drunk. <laughs> Again, one lick. 16. Alright, what'd you get, Nomu? Six. Oh my god. Namu is tipsy as hell. Never let him drink dragon's yeah, drag. He is tipsy. You are extremely tipsy, Namu. Oh, this ain't bad. Oh my goodness. Somebody's going back on force tonight. No wonder he don't drink. Look at him. He is weak ass. No one's kind of like wobbling like a tree in the wind. Well, then. Well, you listen here. Y'all did me a great favor. Bringing me back my hat and finding Lester's body. I feel real bad for Lester, you know. No no innocent person does, deserves to be killed off like that. His wife might differ, beg to differ, but you know what? We're friends here. Y'all are welcome back here on Cletus Ray's farm whenever you're in town. Y'all heading back to New Tampas, into the city? What are y'all doing? Going to get our money. <laughs> We're going to go fight mind flares. I'm ready. A mom what? <laughs> What's a mom flare? 
You don't want to know. No, sir. no, we can't do he that starts, yet. It's he a starts shaking. Destiny, apparently. He starts wiggling and shaking the harpy on his back, making it dance. Oh my! Well, anyways, I'm assuming y'all gonna get paid for killing these harpies. Well, thank you again. You're always welcome back here in good old Cletus Ray's. Take these veggies and fruit with you. Let me know what you think in the future about these. Pass on the word that I have the best, freshest fruits and veggies in all of New Pampas. All right, now y'all take care now. Is he trying to get us a sponsor? Noma's <laughs> ears go back again as he's looking at these fruits and vegetables. All right, y'all take care now, okay? Bye. 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 Toodles. It's just bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. You guys are on your way back towards the Adventurers Guild in New Tempest. It's still night out, so, I mean, it's up to you guys if you want to go straight back to the Adventurers Guild or if you would prefer to get some Shed-Eye. You still have Mr. Vojangles with you, and you do have that horse that's still yeah, injured walking around with you all. <laughs> so are you guys going to get some Shed-Eye? Because you guys are pretty beat up from that fight. It's up to you. Here, take this. He shows the basket of fruits and vegetables at NER. Uh, sure, I'll take these. Could probably make something to eat with these later. I find that offensive. I'm a gag carnivore. Where's the meat? Yeah, it's pretty late. I'm sure the guild's closed. We should go to the tavern. What, the quacking donkey? Pretty sure the guild's open 24-7. Plus, we got this, you know, harpy with us that we need to get rid of. I'm gonna eat the harpy. Oh, well, I guess we have wings we need to get rid of. <laughs> what? Remember, he's been drinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think it's professional to show up drunk? I mean, I feel fine, but no one's a little... I'm, I'm not drunk. You were the ones who drank. Yeah, but so we I aren't going this. to just send you. Well, Last we time we just sent you, you spent all our money. You took it and you spent it. I don't know what you're talking about. He's going to be like a big <laughs> spender. He's like, I will pay for the rooms, but it's all of our money. It's not like you are paying for it. You guys got your items. You have the cape. One of you have the cape. I don't have the cape. That's what I she does not have the cape. I have the wings that you're trying to get rid of. We need some type of proof. Just give him one. We have a whole dead harpy. Give him the harpy. Well, just cut the head off. Eat the body. The breast is probably the best part. I'm just going to give them the whole harpy. Do you guys know if there's like a taxidermy place that can okay. give these wings like prepared so I can wear them all the time? Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the wings. Edgar, why don't you want me to have fun? I don't think anyone wants you to have fun right now. No one ever wants me to have fun. That's not true. No one doesn't need rest. We're drinking. No one wants me to have fun. No, but do you want to go party at the tavern? Don't tell Party, me. yes. Yes, party now. The boxy likes party. Party, no. What do you think party you means to a cat? I mean, he wants to drink a lot of milk and, I don't know, get crazy and... Get Sounds like Let's or... go. Can't be getting some belly pads? I'm getting crazy sounds like our problem. No one touched the boxy belly. <laughs> one day I'm going to get the pepper. Give him a little more liquor. I'm sure he won't feel it. Yeah, that's why I want to go party. That's the point. If he passes out, he has to let me pet it. All right, show of hands. Who wants to go to the bar? Cassandra raises her hand. No one raises his hand. And tries to raise like one wing to count as two. <laughs> no one reaches behind him and raises the harpy hand. See, see, we have to go party. We can go to the guild tomorrow. The guild will be a quick stop. Literally just drop off the dead harpy. You act like you don't want a dead body in your room all night. Gosh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> well, so I guess you guys are going to the bar. So We're what? 
stopping at the guild so Eddie R can get so his trolls. Yes. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> you all make your way back towards the Tempest. It takes some time to get back to the city because remember you're on the outskirts Soon of the a lot of tipsy, So she's like jokingly going to jump off the edge. Okay. Her wings, like, she can fly. Desiree has the highest tolerance, so she's kind of with Eddie R. So as you guys are walking through the gates, several of the citizens and even the guards look your way, shaking their heads, (laughs) looking at you all like you're a bunch of drunkards. You guys get back to the Adventurer's Guild, which is near the uh, park known as Gale Park. When you arrive, you do notice that there are torches and lights lit inside the Adventures Guild. They are still open. Okay. When you guys step into the guild, you go down into, through the main hall. You remember last time there was several people gathered there. Yep. Are my wings hitting the sides or am I good? Are your what? My wings hitting like the sides of the hallway? No, no, it's big. It's a large, it's yeah, large hallway leading into the do main hall. Do you guys think that Linnell will think I look really cool with these wings? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure she'll be disgusted. You should probably get rid of the wings. Oh. I agree with Eddie R. The hot elf with the red hair. Your first impression wasn't that great. You don't want to come back and look a little... You don't think it makes me look like, I don't know, maybe really strong and like I'm really creative? It makes you look like you're kind of insane. <laughs> <laughs> so <sighs> Fine, so she like takes them off and just like drags them by, a, by the rope that she ties them on her back with. You guys are walking through the guild hall. <laughs> Does that make me look in the main crazy hall. Crazy? So as you guys are walking, you notice there's not nearly as many people as there were. It is late. There is a half-orc woman, though, standing there, and she's her back is to you guys. You guys are walking past her, and she seems to be staring at one of the uh, posters labeled for one of the quests or whatever you want to call them. As you guys are walking, and as soon as dragging the, the harpy like wing, looking blood. like a sad child, <laughs> this half orc woman hears you and she turns around. Ah! Fellow guild members, yes? I am Grasha. I know you. You, you know us? You are the, the young ducklings that recently applied to become guild members, yes? I'm not a duck, he's a cat. We I'm prefer, a duck. We prefer a cat in company. It's uh, a figure of speech. You know, young ducklings new to the guild. I am Grasha. I am a barbarian. I follow the bear. She reaches around her neck and there's a totem of a bear claw. Then she holds it out. She stands at about 5'9". Her body is extremely muscular. 5'9". So everyone's taller than her but me. Yeah. Okay. But she is definitely more muscular than the average person. She's half orc. She has dark green skin, long black hair, and she has her hair braided behind her. And she shows you this bear totem. Ah, see, I am a barbarian of the bear. You bear. are young ducklings. I have been with the guild for a very long time. I see you brought back fresh meat. Yeah, we killed these harpies. They're like super dead. Ha! Ah. Harpies, you say. Young ducklings, there are so much horror things out there to hunt than harpies. Have you ever heard of a mind player? A what? A mind player. I have not. However, that would be a, a fun fight, I would say. Do you yes? Do you come with us? Maybe. If it pays well. Oh, I don't have any. I don't fight for free. 
However, she hope she points to the poster behind her. She taps on it. This young ducklings. Many of the other guild members are afraid to take this quest. However, I, Grasha, wish to hunt down whatever is in the eastern town of Easton. The eastern town of Easton? Yes. <laughs> Nomo is staring dead at her and he's just drooling. You mentioned young ducklings. Drool's like, it's falling. Falling from his mouth. Oh, I thought he thought she was cute. Never mind. <laughs> He's hungry. <laughs> she mentioned young ducklings. And old boy gave us a bag of fruit and vegetables. Grasha looks at Nomu. Yes, young ducklings. That is what you are. He's a really drunk. And you can ignore him. Why is he drooling like a rabid raccoon? He's he gets really close hungry. to her. You stay away. <laughs> Or I will crush you with my bare hands. Yes. Gasha. Gasha. Gasha is her name? Grasha. Grasha. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Grasha. What does the bear mean? Is it your guild group? No. Us barbarians, we follow a particular animal. If oh. you follow the totems of the beast. Mm -hmm. My inner beast is the bear. I have a friend from a different tribe who follows the eagle. Some barbarians go the way of the berserker. However, I follow the path of the primal instinct. Grasha! Bears are pretty cute. She points back to the poster. Word has it that there is a, they say, a werewolf in the town of Easton to the east. Everybody here are little pussies. Little pussycats. He's a cat. He is a pussycat. Yes. I am a bear. Nobody wishes to take mission with Grasha. However, you young ducklings killed some harpies. Yes. Grasha is not allowed to take this quest alone. The guild will not allow it. However, if you want some money and a good challenge, maybe come with Grasha. Kill werewolves. No, no, there's no duck. I just need to understand. I want to fight this werewolf. Okay, okay. Cat can call huddle. Huddle. Okay. So... She looks really, really fucking excited. Um, I honestly don't. We just have a lot to do. <laughs> um, Tobias, we're meeting him when? Yeah, but I bet the werewolf eating a lot of money. That is true. I, I think it's still another day before we meet Tobias as well. You think she'll think Miller will meet? All right. So how how far away is this werewolf mission? Well. It says the eastern town of Easton. Grasha knows that to be a couple days away. So are we in Columbus? <laughs> <laughs> we, we might be able to go on a mission with you after we finish some business here. Would you be able to wait a few days? Grasha will wait. Grasha wants strong party members. Thank you, Grasha. She thinks we're strong. Not we? stronger than Grasha. No, probably not. Grasha will crush your head with... Bare hands like a bear. You drink a lot of milk? Grasha loves milk. <laughs> Grasha loves milk. How much money is it? No more purrs. How much money? Now you speak Grasha's language. She look points at the poster. Split between five. The total reward? Six thousand gold. <laughs> now, they say it's werewolves, but Grasha has taken missions before. Sometimes it's not always what people think. 
think we should do it. Okay. The bar. Possibly Tobias. Grasha. Grasha will give you a couple of days to think about it. Grasha has got to rest before she goes on this quest. This sounds fair. Where can we find you? Will you meet or? me here in the guild hall in a couple of days, yes? So you're just going to hang out here and wait for the day that we come? Or you don't have other plans? How about you meet Grasha in two days here? Okay. Fair. In the morning, two days from now. Now Grasha will let you go. You have a quest to turn in. Little ducklings. <laughs> Can you please stop talking about ducks? It gets Nomu really excited. Nomu shakes it. <laughs> you do not like my figure of speech? No, he's very hungry. I was told that young ducklings... Never mind. <laughs> Grash is like, God damn it. <laughs> you're, definitely, you're definitely the black duckling of the group. Did you just call Rob black? It's fucked up, man. <laughs> I am a white bingo. <laughs> No, it's like the black sheep, you. Grasha does not know the way of society here. I am barbarian. How does Grasha feel that she's the barbarian, but we're all fucking way dumber? But she <laughs> does that strike confidence into her? <laughs> Grasha shakes her head and pounds her fist against her chest. Grasha will meet you here in two days. Hold on, hold on. No more. You should arm wrestle Grasha. We have the bar to go to. But this is fun too. Grasha loves arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. Pussycat. Wrestle. Arm wrestle Grasha now. She sits down at one of the tables in the main hall. Puts her elbow and hand down. Come, cats. I will show you the strength of Grasha. He staggers over to the table. Bumping into, what, bumping into whatever is in front of him. Make me a strength check. I want to put you have a dis You have a disadvantage because you are drunk. Oh, Anyone want to bet on this game? Oh shit, do you want to bet on it? I got the money on, uh, I think I'm going to put it on Grasha. Strength check. I already, I already rolled. I'm just going to so. do one gold. One gold on, uh, I'll still let you guys already roll. I roll Wait. eight. Alright. So. You have disadvantage, so, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's roll again and see what you get. <laughs> yeah, you were taking the eight. Grasha rolled an 18. Grasha's strong as hell. Grasha's hand locks into Nomu's, and you see... Her arm increases in muscle size. Damn. And it makes Nomu's look insignificant. <laughs> her hand crushes Nomu's that begins to hurt and she slams down without a fight. She has like a Thanos arm and you have like a Loki arm. Right. <laughs> and you hear Grasha, ah! ah! And Grasha looks at Nomu, young duckling. You have a long way to go before you can get to Grasha's strength. Next time, maybe. Let me give it a grab. Yeah, you might want to drink more milk, I think. Mommy. You wish to arm wrestle Grasha too? Yeah, one round. All right, duckling. Do you want to bet on that? Not necessarily. 13. Add your strength uh, mod. 16. I rolled a 16 plus her strength mod. Because she has a three. Nineteen. Grasha takes Eliar's hand in hers. Same exact thing. Slams it down. Grasha beats two men with her strength. Ladies, you should hang out more with Grasha. These two are weak ducklings. Grasha flexes and shows her, her, her powerful arms. Come hang with Grasha. 
I'll give it a run. Maurizio will love this. Everybody game. likes to wrestle, Grasha. Good. I'm competitive. Young ducklings are competitive. That is a good. Because I'm frizzy. She's super muscular. That's your strange, strange mod. One. One. I rolled a 15 plus three. So 18. Grasha does the exact Grusha. same thing to Desiree. <laughs> Slam Desiree's oh. Desiree's <laughs> Wiggers crooked. Shit. <laughs> Hell no. See? This proves that you are all young ducklings. I am the barbarian of the bear, yes? You now see the strength of Grasha. Grasha will protect you against a werewolf. However, Grasha needs eyes the back of her head too to protect her against werewolves as well. Should I try? Yeah, why not? No. Yes. We have to. You! Come on, wrestle Grasha. <laughs> I'm a bit scared. <laughs> I wrote a 10. I got a 9. So plus my 3, so Damn. 13. And she arm wrestles Isundra, and as she puts her hands, she, Grasha just crushes Isundra's hands, where it slowly begins to hurt, and she slams Ow, it down. Like and it. As, as the hand hits the table, <laughs> in the background, Isundra can hear... Napoleon fear part. <laughs> Fuck you, Napoleon. Why is she so weak? Oh my gosh. Well, now they can see this, right? Grasha looks over now at everyone. See, Grasha has proven strength. Grasha is barbarian strong. Yeah, you sure are. Meet Grasha in a couple of days here at the guild, and we go questing together. 6,000 gold, yes? Mm-hmm. You all, young ducklings, need to find your inner beast. Perhaps this quest will do that for you. Young pussycat, maybe you shall find your tiger from within one day. But right now, you are young pussycat. You are not a tiger. He's a kitten. You are a kitten. And you, little boy. Grasha, grasha. Little boy with no hair. What is your name, duckling? Edio Dosane from House Dosane. Weak Dosane, that is you. You might find your <laughs> inner beast like on the quest that we take. <laughs> this will be a way to prove to your elders that you are not so weak, young Dosone. Perhaps on this quest you shall find the inner lion that lies beneath that scrawny body of yours. In the name of my house. After we perform this quest, I demand a rematch. <laughs> Very well. Grasha does not say no. And you, miss, your hair shifted a bit. You wear fake hair? Grasha, you might want to settle down. <laughs> well, you might find your inner beast as well. Perhaps you are of the eagle. I see you have sharp eyes. Actually, Desiree already has an inner beast. It's just different days. She's someone... Well, right now, she's still young duckling, little chick. Maybe in the future she will grow, find her inner beast, become great eagle. And you, super weak, really weak. Maybe you one day will find your inner... Did I roll the worst? Is that true? Yeah. Yes. Damn! You rolled the lowest. Yes. You rolled a seven. You rolled the lowest. Okay, but I can cast magic. Grasha does not attribute magic to strength. You cannot compare. Physical strength is all Grasha. Now Grasha needs to go and have a drink. Young ducklings, I will see you later. You see she walks off and she stomps as she's Bye, walking. Grasha. 
on her back she has a giant great great axe she uses so she exits the scene it's quiet now she was like the only other person that was really paying attention to you all you guys i'm assuming make your way to the receptionist we suck we suck (laughs) (laughs) we dishonor i was drinking (laughs) so when you make your way to i think i was the only one without an excuse I tried. I came close. Weak this one. She didn't hurt my hand, at least. Okay, but I cast magic. I also cast magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you described yourself as super muscular black dude, so... (laughs) (laughs) I said Tony. (laughs) So you make your way back towards Linnell's desk. When you arrive... Lenau was standing there. She looks like she's doing some paperwork, and she looks up and notices the four of you. Excuse me. Ah, welcome back. I brought you wings. Oh, so you did find harpies then? Is that is that what it was? Didn't you get rid of your wings? No, I took them off the mask, but right here I'm dragging them behind the. Nomu takes off (laughs) his backpack and slams the harpy down on the desk. Lenau looks down at the harpy and then over at the wings. Um, Harpy. He points down to it. She looks, this is some of the harpies. And there were only two. No, there are three. There were three harpies. Are there three? Two. There's only two? Two. Okay. I'm a little drunk. There are two. So <laughs> why is there only one body and then a pair of wings? Did because you need two harpies? We don't have to bring the whole body. No, you don't. I'm just curious. You're getting blood all over my floor. Okay, well, I was wearing them, and then Edgar told me it would freak you out, so I took them off. That doesn't help. You still have blood all over my floors. I have to clean that. No, you don't. You have to have someone else to clean it. Grasha said she will clean it. <laughs> you about to get us beat oh. up. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to rough us up. Man, yeah. I'll fuck with Grasha. <laughs> you didn't tell me I have to keep the floor clean. I didn't know. Anyways. Good job on your first quest. So you've killed two harpies. So that's what was killing these poor souls. Are you souls. impressed with us? I am very impressed. Harpies are... Uh, no, not you specifically, Asunjur. You worked as a team. But I'm united with I wasn't there to see that you did a lot. Now, is there a word, where's the reward for this, this quest? Ah, straight to business. I'll be right back with your money. She walks into the back, comes out with a large bag of gold, drops it on the desk. 1,600 gold pieces. Now, you remember here, this is split evenly between the four of you. You can either take it all now, or you can put it into an account so you can withdraw it at a later time. Or you can do however you want to do it, half and half. Is there a benefit to withdrawing it? Keeping it? Okay. No, we just it's like a bank. Okay. That's one of the perks to being with Adventurer's Guild. You don't have to take all the gold with you because obviously there are thugs and thieves out there. Oh, keep mine. Are you trying to <laughs> We can't buy booze with an account. We keep in mind. So... Who wants, so it's 1,600 gold split four ways between all of you? Yep. Okay, so I'll keep mine in my account. 400 gold? All you of it? it? Yep. You would. All right. I'm going to take it because I don't feel like I have that much. Keep money. track of this because I don't want to write it down. I'll take <laughs> mine. All right. Is anyone keeping it other than ADR? You don't want to take like 200 of it anymore? We haven't gone shopping in a while. How much gold per person? 400. All right. That's not 413 regular gold, so... Oh, we have 80 gold that we found last time, too. Or did we split it up? 
I read um, it and I don't know if that was after we found it. Yeah, we found it in general. Maybe so sure two we, moon stones. Yeah, 20 apiece. Potion okay. and onyx. Oh, 20. Alright. I thought someone took the AD. I got a moonstone. I gave someone a moonstone. I think we split up the gold. We should. We're not great. We can't I, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> just, just. Yeah, we had two moonstones and an onyx. Oh, yeah, we have the ID cards that we have to give her. Yep. Proof. So, while you were out there, were you able to spot the other adventurers? Yeah, that's right. Y'all had the I have them, yeah. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, we found their bodies, and then we found their ID cards. We didn't bring their bodies because it's kind of morbid, but we brought the ID cards. Okay. Can I see them, please? I said I can't. looks down at the two ID cards and just shakes her head. Killed by harpies. And do you see why we don't allow newbies to go on venturing without another person? There were two of them, and they ended up dying. This is why we're careful. It's a shame. Both good people. May they rest in peace. She takes the ID cards and she puts it on her desk. <clears throat> Well, congratulations on your first successful mission. Thank I you. hope that you enjoyed the experience, and I hope you gained something out of it. The Adventurer's Guild will always be here for more. However, there was a man that did stop by. His name was Tobias. You know what Tobias? He said he knew you. Yes, we were waiting for him uh, to finish the business to meet up with us. He told me to relay a message to you once you returned. You mentioned that you were seeking access to the library, is that correct? Yes. He said he'd be able to help you sooner than he thought. So he said if you were to return by tonight, tomorrow, if you were to meet him at his office or at the library, I can relay the message wherever you want to meet him, he would meet you there to give you access to the library. Look, as soon as Christmas came early. <laughs> Are you going to yell at the librarian? I don't know what you mean. No, they are. Remember, you were fighting. You're gonna scare your co-guys. Okay. Thank you, Lena. Thanks. Well, thank you all. You have served the city of New Tempest very well. These harpies won't be harming any other citizens. So, you all have a good night. Bye, Lena. Bye. <laughs> so you're like, coyly ways. No, I'm stomped off. <laughs> So you all have collected your money. To the bar! You guys are going to the Quacking Donkey? <clears throat> party. Yep. Alright. You guys are able to make your way to the Quacking Donkey. It's fairly busy. It's much later than usual, though. However, it is pretty busy in there. As you get in, there are some seats left, but not very many. What do you do with Mr. Bojangles and your horse? Well, I feel like the horse should be chilling in a stable anyway, because he has a fucked up leg. Mm-hmm. He can still walk, but... Yeah, he's just out there. A dog comes yeah. in with us, though. Yeah, but he's okay. running us out. All right. So. He's just chilling. All right. So what are you guys doing in the bar? Just grabbing some drinks? No, it really needs food. At the bar, scoping the place, seeing if I can find a sucker. Because I got paid, I mean, <laughs> I need to spend my shit. <laughs> Damn. Jesus. <laughs> he looks single. All right, so there is a table that you all are able to sit at. A bartender comes over. A waiter or whatever. Hello, hello. How may I help you? Duck. Duck. <laughs> to eat. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm hungry. All right. Duck. 
That okay, and for you, sir? A hot meal and a glass of water. <laughs> a hot meal and a glass of water. I mean, there's plenty of hot meals on the menu. Cheapest plate. <laughs> All right, so a bowl of our uh, clam chowder. Yeah. You call that cheap? In this city. Yes. Our clam chowder is not the great. Sure. It's not actually clam chowder. It's like <laughs> some sick, nasty, and like for some you, fucking rocks from outside thrown in a soup. <laughs> and for you, ma'am? Can I just have a stew and I guess water? Sure. And you? I'm trying to watch my figure. Do you have a gluten-free menu or is that too much to ask around here? <laughs> he shakes his head. We don't have gluten-free here in like Blacking Donkey. <laughs> just give me a scotch neat and a piece of chicken. All right, very well. Chicken leg. The bartender leaves and comes back with all of your food and drinks. So as you guys are sitting there, no one really disturbs you. What are you guys doing? Is anyone cool around that we can... You know what's been bothering me? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he, who shall not be named, he wanted us to give that servant to Tobias, which means they're affiliated to some degree how do we know he's not like fucking crazy like didn't tobias explain this to us already he's being forced to work as well i mean do you believe him not necessarily what is he gonna do really he's a circuit i don't know i guess we'll find out tomorrow let's get into the library before we accuse him all right you want to pay back the librarian right we get to see the good books about mind escape, mind, mind, mind escape, mind, <laughs> mind flare. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She like pulls the picture from her bra, like shows everybody again. Why do you just carry that around? Because I don't want to lose it. Why are you just triggering yourself every time you change your bra? Because <laughs> no one seems to know what I'm talking about. I'll give you that. Is mind flare edible? I think anything is edible for you. It probably gives you the shits though. How do you feel after the cobalt? I'm fine. You don't feel it like, good. You don't feel like zaggy a little bit? Like, oh. No. You want to look at my scotch? No. Oh, you good? You want some milk? <laughs> <laughs> so, I Rasha guess... called you a kitten. You are a kitten and you are a weak pistone. He has, hangs his head down in shame. <laughs> Eddie does the same. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we all lost to her. But, like, women losing to her is different than men losing to her. I feel like you should maybe feel a little bad. Especially weak Tissone. At least she didn't hurt my hand. So I think we're going to change the sleeping arrangement tonight. <laughs> For sure. I'm not sleeping on the floor again. Oh, I know. God. You can sleep in my room. Okay. On my floor. No, I'm not sleeping. I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, by the time I finish wrapping up this tab, I'll be just fine on the floor. Can you use a fake name so we don't have to pay her? How much are we going to wrap up? Well, Desiree won't <laughs> like wrap up quite the tab. So you have to be Desiree tomorrow, right? No. Yeah, for the library. Damien promised her a visit, oh, and God. she will get it. Oh, I thought Desiree did. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right. So you guys. Four scotches you... later. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> too much. Well, you still have that inn across the street from the Quacking Donkey that you stayed at last time. 
one gold a night. So, per person, per person. Imagine every man in this place is married and actually cares about who they have at home. I had to pay for everything. What's your tab? Are you going to pay it? No, I won't pay it. I didn't drink it. That's right. The bartender comes back. Well, if you're all finished, that will be... You got to dine and dash. That will be one gold, or I'm sorry, two gold for the, the duck. Hot meal and glass of water, one gold for you. And for you with the scotch neats, three gold. And you, one gold. I thought you were about to tell me a higher amount. I was like, bitch, what the fuck? I don't want to do anything. <laughs> That's highway robbery. That's the golden table. Well, thank you. You all have a wonderful night now. Yes, yes, bye. <laughs> Why are you so quick to get out of place? Right. Yes, yes, bye. So you guys go to the hotel across the street. It's the same same thing. Uh, one gold a person. You guys are, I mean, unless you guys want to role play that, how you do that, but we can we'll quick. we pass the fuck out. Yeah. Yep. So you guys get a long rest. You're able to sleep eight hours at least. Mm-hmm. So you're full HP. You've regained your ability to cast your spells. Mm. So you're basically refreshed and renewed. And we'll start with you all waking up and meeting outside of the inn. Mr. Bojangles and the horse are there with you. If you want to put the horse in the stables, you can do that. Or if you want to get rid of the horse, you can do that as well, or sell the horse. Whatever you guys want to do with it, it's up to you. Uh, but you, we're just going to say that you can meet Tobias at the library um, at a specific time. I meant to say that before with Linnell, but we'll just say you can meet him at the library later today. And he will allow you access to the main halls of the library, but that's if you want to go there first, or if you want to do something with this horse, or you guys, or you want to shop, or you guys. Should we sell this horse or keep the horse? The horse is lame. We should sell it or eat it. Oh. <laughs> My vote is for sell. I think we should sell it, not eat it. What's wrong with you? What do you think? Who wants like? a partially functional horse? Well, it, we can't keep dragging it around. I'm gonna fuck its leg up more. I'm just saying, we'll spend more time trying to sell it. We could probably go ahead and sell it. It's not going to be much use of us at this point. Okay. Are there some stables? Yeah, so there are some stables all over the city. You're able to come across one, and there stands a dwarf. He's sitting there, and he looks up at your all four of you as you're coming close to him. Ah, good morning. How can I help you? Will you take our lame horse? <laughs> Take your lame horse. I'll take a horse for free. Sure. No, you buy our lame horse. Why is it lame? I don't know. It's they call a... it lame. Hmm, it doesn't talk. Horses can have a partial leg injury. Right, well, let me take horse. a look. I rolled a 17 on animal handle. Or animal. Handle animal. The dwarf gets up, uh, cracks his back a bit, and walks to the horse. Begins to inspect it. He pets it. Mm, it's a good horse. Good horse. And looks down one of the legs. Ah. Injured. I see. You sure you don't want this horse? This is a good horse. It's got a nice ass. Strong legs. Once this leg heals, I'm sure it'll be a pretty good one. How long would it take for the leg to heal, or would you have anything to help heal it? I don't really have anything to help heal it, per se. You'd have to go somewhere else for that, but to heal naturally, probably a couple weeks. It looks like it hurt his leg pretty bad. 
What if we put it in the stable and then go do the werewolf thing and then we come back? What, how much would it cost us to leave it here for a while? Mm. Just leave it here for a week? I charge about, you know, five gold. Is it take about a few Didn't weeks for it to not like that? <laughs> well, Eddie R. could hear it. Five gold He's... per week if I was to watch the horse. I'll go ahead and pay that. I'll give you 15 gold for three weeks. All right. Your money. Yeah, One moment, sir. He reaches down, grabs a clipboard. Okay. Child care is expensive. He hands you a piece of paper on the clipboard. Go ahead and sign your name, information. <laughs> I'll good, take good care of your horse for you. All right, then. He begins to lead the horse into the stable. Good day. I'll see you in three weeks or sooner. Also, if you don't return in three weeks, I will double that cost. Damn. Dear money. <laughs> so make sure you'll come and bring... <laughs> and uh, also, if you do come back and pick up your horse sooner, then I will refund you the amount that's due to you, sir. All right? Will do, sir. All right. However... Now, uh, I'll take the gold now. Eddie Yard jingles his purse. Don't have a coin purse. It's a coin purse. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your gold, sir. Take the 15 gold. All right. Thank you, sir. I take the money up front. I'm never sure if someone's going to return or not. All right. Thank you. I will see you later. Thank you very much. Mr. Bojangles looks around. Uh. Oh. <laughs> okay, so he is he heading back towards the library then. You guys want to see a cool thing I learned last night from Napoleon? Oh! I told you before, Napoleon. No one looks like Eddie R. Do you want to see it or not? Uh, sure. Okay, well, I don't know if we said it on recording, but we're level three now, so. Yes. We are level three. We just decided to do our level ups off screen, off podcast. So well, when I become level up. three, I got to choose a pact. And I took the familiar one because I like animals. So, Isuna is going to call her familiar. Alright. Call her. She does some weird shit with her hands, I guess. She's like, <laughs> and then <laughs> a pseudo dragon is her familiar. So, poof. A pseudo-dragon. A pseudo-dragon appears on Asundra's shoulder. Yep. And it slowly, lowly screeches. Very low, though. Look, I have a pet. Isn't it cute? Wow, what we can see? <laughs> it's portable food for a cat. <gasps> I don't want to eat that. Don't eat my dragon. I wanted to chop that horse up the sticks. The pseudo-dragon hisses at Nomu. <laughs> Does it talk? No, it doesn't talk. So, like, what's the bond here? It can communicate, like, okay, that's what the rules say. It can communicate a little bit, but not, like, it doesn't speak. Telepathically, it can tell you, like, I guess, um, like, minimal things, right? Yeah. To you. Or can yeah, it do to, it to me. Yeah. It's like a telepathic. But not to anyone else. Right. It's only between you and the... Pseudo dragon. Right. But I think it's like really minimal stuff. Like, I think it can only tell you, like, kind of like simple stuff. Because it doesn't speak. Yes. Yeah, I would assume yes. Or that sounds about right. But... 
It's mine, so don't. So what's it do? I don't know. It can help us fight, or it can scout out a couple of things, or I don't know. It's just really cute. You don't think it's cute? What's its name? So another useless thing to take care of. (laughs) Damn! Edgar, what is your problem? I just thought this was really cool, Napoleon, you know, he comes to me at night and he says, like, you know, do you want to learn? Edihar, I've told you guys a million times, the little dog thing that he rides on, Napoleon, he comes, you can't see him, I guess. Sure, Edihar, skeptical of everything she's saying. He's how I can use magic, you know? What's your little friend's name? I haven't decided on his name yet. Oh, so this is, like... Brand new. Yeah, brand new. I just did it. Yeah, he just told me last night I could do it, so we just tried it. Oh, well, I'll fill out the name. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. Welcome to Cat and Company. All right. He's not food no more. No one turns his head. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, so with your newly found member of the party, the pseudo dragon, Cat and Co., eventually make it to the library. Outside of the library is that same guard that spoke with Isundra and Desiree when they first entered. So you're Damien today, right? Yeah, you're Desiree or Damien today. Oh yeah, I snatched my wig on the way. <laughs> All right. I'm Damien. So you're Damien. So switch that name to Alright, so the guard looks up. Ah, coming back again, huh? Fill out the paperwork. And he takes out his Journal for y'all to write your names. You guys have to write your name in this book. Uh, I need you all to write your names here. Where's the ink? What? Where's the ink? Yeah. He dips a claw into it and writes, scratches his name out. Then he walks up, signs his name in cursive. Did you write weak dishonest? Shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded pretty rude. <laughs> but whatever. I just write D Grail. So everyone writes. Let's just get in this damn library. I'm sticking with you. need all here. my damn information. <laughs> when you all step into the library, uh, Damien and Isundra are, again, they're familiar with the entrance. Standing there, though, is Tobias. You all agreed with Linnell to inform him when to meet. It is early afternoon. Ah, my friends, welcome to the library. I promised you all some access, okay? Yeah, this is where all the shitty books are. Just so you guys know, these books suck. There's nothing. So, to the left here, to the left here is the public library, which is one room, unfortunately. To get to the main halls and all the other floors of the library, you actually have to pay a fee to become a member. A big-ass fee, you guys. It's pretty Not expensive. Like However, because I am a professor at the university, I have free access, and you will be borrowing my access for today only. However, you're all to be in your best behavior. No fighting, no stealing, no magic while you're in the main halls of the library. Listen, you will be entering the library based off my credentials. I will not have you mess this up. I am doing you a nice favor, so do not ruin my name. Damien and Sujan. What? Isundra. So now you don't even know my name? Now, <laughs> I have work to do. 
So I will be in my office. I have an office here in the library as well. I'll be on the first floor. Is there anything particularly you're looking for while you're here at the library? Something about the mind flayers, like how to defeat them, or what they do, or what we can do against them. Ah, yes, the mind flayers. Okay, you're crazy. But you'll find <laughs> all... <laughs> in... <laughs> Why does everyone keep saying I'm crazy? You'll find all information regarding the mind flayers, I believe, on the sixth floor. If you go to the sixth floor, the main hall, I believe it's on the west wing, the western side of the sixth floor, you'll find books regarding aberrations. I believe that's what they're listed under. So check there first. Now, you aren't allowed to rent any books, take any books from the library, all right? So no taking of these books. Whatever you find, just write it down, all right? What's the policy on dogs? Mr. Bojangles is just going to show me. Tobias looks down at Mr. Bojangles. Uh, you might want to leave Mr. Bojangles here at the entrance Do you want to take him to your office? Or? Sure. He likes friends. Fine. My office, you can <laughs> find my office on the first floor on the eastern wing. I'm looking for something, too. I want a book on the werewolves. Werewolves, you said? No, my yes. You're so smart. Well, uh, uh, I could be wrong, but you might want to check mm, uh, the seventh floor. These campers. Very well. I will see you all later. Enjoy your studies. Good day. Mr. Bojangles, come with me. He takes Mr. Bojangles with him. So where are you all going first? You have access to the main hall. However, the two of you, Isundra and Damien, the librarian you spoke with before, is in the public. They're not quiet. Y'all can hear this. No one went to go, to go find that werewolf book. <laughs> it's just out here. Can we help you? Do you want to come with you us? You guys or? should probably be on your best behavior. Yeah, we will, and then afterwards, we won't. Even then, I do not recommend. Explain this to the goody two shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He won't even drink. What a lame ass. Damn. He's as lame as that horse we got. Why don't we let him in? I thought he was a lot nicer. Like when we met him in that village, he was way nicer. And then all of a sudden, after you know, the... I could report you to the library now and have you kicked out immediately. Do you want information on the werewolf or not? Dry snitches! Adir, you know what they say, right? Snitches? Wait. Snitches. Get stitches. I almost said bitches and I was real confused for a second, but I got it. <laughs> Alright. So? We all kind of go Maybe we'll proceed with them to make sure they don't all right. do anything mischievous. <laughs> Okay, so, we go to so when you guys enter the, the main hall of the library, again, I, I mentioned it before briefly, it is very intricate in, within the main halls. The library stands at about 12 stories tall. In the main hall, you see it is a large room with several stairs leading up, spiral stairs leading upwards. All the stairs and the floors of the main areas of each floor are made out of glass. So you can see much of the library. However, the corridors that lead out from the main halls of each floor are not made out of glass. So there's separate rooms that you can't 
see into. You can only see the, the glass floors of the main areas of each floor, and the steps are all glass. So you all, as you enter the main hall, you notice there are several students studying, looking around. There's also adventurers as well, looking around, reading through books, studying. All different races and all different kinds of people are in here. Nomu is already up, going up the stairs, making his way up as you guys enter the main hall. So you're going to the seventh floor, and they're going to the sixth. All right. As Nomu hits the seventh floor, there's probably only two other people on that floor at this time. As Nomu enters the main area, or I would say the main lobby area of the seventh floor, he sees several corridors spiral outwards from all around. Several bookshelves with several books on them. He sees two other people, one sitting at a desk, and another person is looking at a book, standing up at a bookshelf. What's Nomu do? He just looks around casually. What's, what's uh, the people sitting down? Uh, There's one person it? sitting, one person standing. They're both looking at books. What are they? I kind of scamper over to take a look, kind of peek to see what he's reading. Which one? The, sit the person yeah, sitting down? Yeah, the one sitting. So the man sitting down, he's an older gentleman. He's a human. Mm -hmm. He's looks like he's reading a spell book, and he looks like he's writing in it with a with a quill and ink. He looks... Are, are you sneaking? No, I'm just oh, okay. kind of walking over. Oh, he notices you then if you're not sneaking. He looks over his shoulder. Uh, can I help you? Uh, hello, I'm, it's my first time here, so uh, what are you reading? I'm curious. Uh, well, this is my spell book, son. You know anything about magic? Uh, I'm fairly new to magic. Mm, us wizards, we have spell books, see? I'm just adding some spells to my repertoire. Spells within my book, just copying some spells down. So, uh, it's pretty time-consuming. So, if you would let me be, I would like to finish this without any interruptions. It's... It's a very delicate process. I don't want to mess it up. Uh, I, I, I apologize, uh, as you were. Yes. Is there something you're looking for? It uh, looks a little out of place. I'm just looking for a book on werewolves. Werewolves, huh? Hmm. South side of the floor. You'll find some werewolf books there. Uh, or whatever we may have. All right. He walks over. All right. So, uh, as you walk to the south side... Of the seventh floor, the three others make it to the sixth. As they make it there, you guys spot nobody. The sixth floor is completely empty. Good. However, on the western side, there is, a, there is a corridor leading down to another room which has books all about. And there is a little wooden sign that has aberrations listed on it. So you enter this western room and it's empty. However... <laughs> On the eastern side, there is another corridor that you guys walk. You're basically walking the opposite direction. There is a corridor there, and there is a room on the very end that has an open door, and you can see like lights coming from that room, but nothing else. All the other doors in that corridor have been shut. It's just the door at the very end. But you guys are on the western course. You're the you're furthest away from the eastern side. Hmm. Well, what do you guys do? Are you looking around? So make me some search checks, I guess. Or some uh, I'm only here for, uh, 
Not a, I'm sorry, I'm using a 3.5 perception check. Perception. 19. 19? 18. Okay. Uh, 15. All right. You guys, as you're scanning the room really quick, you find all the books on anything aberration that the scholars have learned throughout the many years in the history of Tearster and the world of reverie. However, you rolled the highest ADR, so you pull a book out specifically meant for what's called illithids, which is also a mind flare. You pull this book out, and on the front cover, it labels illithids. And as you open it, you see a picture all right away of a mind flare. I don't know if... Actually, make me a... Uh, go ahead and make me, let's see here, a history him. check. I showed him the picture, so he knows. Oh, okay. That's right. Did you, guys, did you talk about Mark? You've talked about Mark. I, yeah, I took it out of my bra. Like, okay, 22. Okay, so you remember what she showed you, what Asundred showed you, and you look at this picture in the book, and it's a match. You see this humanoid figure drawn, and it has the head of an octopus with four tentacles coming out. It's, it looks exactly how Asundred described it. Asundred, over here. Found exactly what you're looking for. He runs over. This, this is it. This is exactly what I need. Does it say anything about, you know, killing them or how to hurt them? So, as you guys take some time, I'll just describe really quick with mind flares. So, as I said, they're also known as the illithids, which they are labeled as aberrations that are known to have psionic uh, powers that are strong enough to enslave the minds of their enemies. You also read that they are known for their ruthlessness as mastermind tyrants and slavers that will seek out their curiosities. They'll do whatever it takes to fulfill their curiosity. They have humanoid bodies, which I've already described with octopus head with four tentacles, that surround a lamprey-like mouth. So you all know what a lamprey mouth mm -hmm. looks like? Mm -hmm. The mind flares, according to some of the scholars, are known to be sensitive to light in some way, shape, or form. So this book describes most mind flares can be found in darker areas such as caverns, under cities, things of the sort. They're from the Underdark, mm -hmm. according to these books. You also find that, again, they are sensitive to light. So what's sensitive about them to light is their eyes. They don't like the light coming from. You find out that mind flares feed on the brains of their enemies. They are specifically a psionic type creature. They don't prefer to use physical combat. They are actually well versed in using psionic powers to do what? To con confuse and charm their enemies, to do their work for them. You find that most mind flayers can be found solo. They're not very group oriented. But that's according to these books. This is stuff that people have found to know, you know so about them. The Citadel and the Maesters were the show. Basically the Maesters, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've written this about them. But that's, from the time you have, that's what you gather no from, from this. Not according this to this eyes. book. Just like this. Um, give me one second. Let's see. So yeah, no. you find that there are not any weaknesses, at least, that are known 
um, regarding these illithids and mind flares from these books. So there you have it. You've gathered what information you could regarding the mind flares. They're not very common um, creatures or monsters that people come across. So the information is not as in-depth, in right? So, but these books or this book has explained quite a bit of what they are, what they do, how they fight. So a Sundra gets a sense that if you do come across this mind flare or illithid that killed her parents, it has the power to mind control you. So that is something you know is a dangerous thing. They prefer to use allies against, they prefer to use the enemy's allies against each other in battles. I don't so, know if we could kill the mind flare that I want to kill currently. Maybe we need to be stronger. Maybe Grasha will come. Yeah, that's like for saying being the strongest. I don't know, it just seems really risky. Yeah, I don't think we should do it anytime soon. <laughs> but I'm going to keep this picture. So as you guys are looking through this book, learning about the Mind Flares, on the seventh floor, Nomu, you do come across some books. Go and make me a perception check. Yep. Give me one second. That's the stomach. <laughs> Alright, perception. Twelve. Alright. Nomu comes across a book that mentions information regarding werewolves and how they come to be due to the lycanthropy. That's uh, a curse, mm -hmm. basically, that you can get if you're bitten by them. And he learns more information. I'll go more in depth with you about that later on. Yep. So while they are looking through the books, Nomu doesn't take as much time as them. The werewolves are actually more common than the mind flayers, at least according to what the scholars have seen. That's a nightmare scenario right there. <laughs> common. <laughs> common werewolves. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Certain parts of Tyrister see them more so than others. But what's Nomu doing? He's going to finish his research sooner than the others. Is he going to meet them up on the sixth floor? Yeah, after he's flipping through pages, he's, he's going to make his way to the sixth floor. Okay. Try to find the group. So as he makes his way down to the sixth floor, he enters the main lobby. And I'm assuming once they're done with their research, they're heading back towards the main area the center lobby of the sixth floor, mm -hmm. and you all see one one another. Remember, I did describe something on the eastern side. Everyone make me perception checks. Oh, yeah, 19. Okay. 11. 10. Okay. 21. All right, so Damien doesn't hear this. What did you get, Isundra? 10. 10. Okay, everyone but Damien hears there is a, a scream coming from the eastern side of, or the eastern corridors of the sixth floor. It sounds like a woman's voice. She sounded, you got 19, and you got 21, right? Yeah. yeah. She The woman that screams sounds like she is in trouble, I would say. There's concern to her scream. What do you do? You hear that? Yes. We should probably go over there and help now. Yeah, right now. Let's go check. Let's go. Go where? Where are you going? <laughs> I think there's something in trouble we should go. Probably so in the music, huh? 
So on the eastern side, there's that long corridor that I mentioned before What has the very last room at the end has the door open. That's assuming where you're, I mean, that's the assumption is that's where the scream came from. Are you guys go heading that direction? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as you guys reach this open door and you look into it, it is a study room. There are bookshelves all around the room. It's a fairly large room. It's probably about 20 by 20 feet. It's a pretty decent sized room. Bookshelves all along the walls and there are several desks scattered around the room in the center. However, when you guys step into the room, you see two small creatures that have, think of lava, charcoal skin. They're small, probably about the same size of a gnome. Like a salamander? Similar to a salamander. Think of like a, a charred skin that's blackened with fire creeping out of it. Like so dark souls. And dark souls. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> These, there's two of them facing, their backs are facing you, and they're looking towards a woman that is cornered mm -hmm. on the opposite side of the room of you. Standing between these two little creatures is a medium-sized creature. Its back is to you as well. However, this creature has fire all around its head. So go ahead and, uh, let's see, I want to make, I want you guys to make me a, let's do a history. History? History, check, yeah. I have a very good history. So yeah, I rolled terrible. Okay, 12. Me too. 22. Okay. Yeah, 18. Okay. History. Eight. I don't know shit. Okay, so Isundra has never heard of these things before. What did you roll? 18. 18? 22. 22. What the heck 12. are those things? Okay. I'm only going to use history based off knowledge you've learned throughout the, your lives. So you guys assume that it is or they are elementals that have been summoned into the physical planes. The medium-sized creature has fire all around his head. He has a giant... it. Has here it has a giant warhammer in its hands. All three of them, the two small ones and the medium creature, are humanoids, so they have arms and legs just like a human. Mm -hmm. However, the one in the middle has this giant warhammer and it's slowly making its way towards the woman that you assume made the scream. And the two little creatures are dancing around with their hands, and you see fire bursts from their hands all around them. So it would you would assume if you touched it, you would get burned. And they're making little sounds. They're talking the language you cannot understand. Unless anyone knows Ignan, which is the cool. language of fire elements. No. Anyone know that? Hell no. Very specific. Mm. All right. So. I do want to roll an intimidation on them. <laughs> <laughs> Their backs are to you. They don't notice you. Let me get a sneak attack first. The woman, however, looks over and she sees the four of you enter the room. She screams out at you. A little help here! Bitch, shut up. Damn. So we're going to say that we've done our initiative rolls. So we'll start with the initiatives. So first we have Isundra, then Nomu, then the creatures, Ediar, Damien, and then the woman. So Isundra, what are you doing? These <laughs> creatures, all their backs are to you. They don't really care about you at the moment, but they're the two little ones are dancing around. 
And the big one, or the medium-sized one, has a Warhammer in both hands, and it's staring at the woman. What are you doing? I mean, they're not paying attention to us at all. Not yet, anyways. Okay, so I don't want to get their attention. I'm going to try to um, give Nomo a little touch-touch for spider climb. Oh, God. Spider <laughs> climb? I feel like he can... You can do something with that. I roll a 17 plus 6, so I'm going to assume that it works. Oh, wait, I don't need to do that if I'm doing it to Nomu, right? What? I don't need to do that if I'm doing it to Nomu, right? Do what? I'm sorry. Roll to attack. No. Okay, so Nomu. Yeah. I'm going to do this on you because you're probably going to sneak attack. I put them down there, too, so you guys can see. Yes. Okay. So what's you Spider read? Climb do for Nomu? Nomu. Read it. Um, I give you a little touch touch. One willing creature you touch gains the ability to move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving its hands free. So you get the same climbing speed equal to your walking speed. So you can climb up and drop down on them or whatever. Like Spider Man. Yeah, you can Spider -Man. literally be Spider Man. Spider Man. You see, like the grapple shit. I figure you can do something. Damn. Alright. Alright, it is now Nomu's turn. And the ceiling of this room, it's probably about. 15 feet. So it's not crazy high, but decent. it's decent, yeah. Well, since we're sneaking, I ain't gonna use this. This magic. So, I jump up to the ceiling. I guess I'll roll. You don't have to. I'm gonna jump up to the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> jump up. Alright. Give you a little touch-touch. Um, You're trying to jump up to the ceiling? Yeah. Go ahead and make me an uh, acrobatics check real quick. That's a high jump for you, man. 24. Oh, you're able to jump. <laughs> I'm Mario Bros. up that bitch. <laughs> Cling to it like Spider-Man. But your hands are free, so you're available to, like, attack him. Yep. So. Um, I crawl above the guy with the giant war hammer. All right, so you're above the... All right, the, the big dude. The creature. Dude. Yep. yep. You just put him down. Big cool no. understand. Okay. Yeah. So you're above the medium-sized creature with the war hammer. What are you doing? I'm going to reach down and grab his neck. Wait, how high are we up? Fifteen feet. Fifteen. He's medium size. He's not. He doesn't stand that tall. See, about six. You're about five. six. Something. Yeah, so you're about six five. So you're not gonna be able to reach. Nope. So I guess I'll just slash down. Can you reach? Are you gonna jump down? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll jump down. Damn it. <gasps> right in he front just of him. Really wants to be able to Jumping on him. Yeah, like Jeez. sword down. Ah! Okay, oh, so like as you move down to jump on top, go yep. ahead and uh, roll me your d20. What is this? Uh, kind of, is it an attack? Yeah, you're attacking. It doesn't have like an advantage for them because they don't know what we're doing. He, he doesn't need attack. Fuck it. He can. Right. Go for the head. That is... All right, so <laughs> I'm going to give you the advantage to roll again. Okay. Roll on the wood. Oh, the, the other one was better. So what was your first roll? Eight. Your first one was, was ten. Oh, ten. Ten, ten plus eight. your strength 13. mod. So thirteen. Mm -hmm. All right. Nomu jumps down, and he misses. <laughs> he lands in front of the medium-sized creature, and as Nomu looks at him, in front of the girl. Yes. As Nomu lands in front of this creature, he looks at the creature. The creature looks like a medium-sized humanoid. A fire crown around his head, and it looks up at Nomu. 
And it speaks out in that ignorant language. You just can't understand it. And it raises its warhammer and looks at Nomu extremely upset that he attempted to hurt him. Easy now, big fella. You don't want to get blown on those costly clothes. All right. <laughs> so they're still facing away from us, though, right? Yes, the rest of the group. Noah's in front of them. Well, yeah, just him. It is now the monster's turn. I mean, they're well distracted for y'all yeah. sneak attack. So the... You're welcome. You're the creature... <laughs> You're dead. The creature stares at Nomu that he just attacked. It takes its warhammer, and it swings it harshly at him. Should put that laser armor on before you do that, bro. What's your AC? 15. Oh! So this hits Nomu as hard as it can. Yeah. And Nomu takes... If I would have put the mage armor on, I wouldn't be able to sneak. I had to say <laughs> something. Let's see. Nomu takes... Oh, he's using two-handed, so he does more damage. So Great. So that's a D10. 12. Oh, he rolled a 1. So 1 plus 3 is 4 damage. But you also take... 3 additional fire damage. Oh, no more, I need you to get out of here. You only got 19 HP. So as... Why did you do that? I had 11. I didn't tell him he was going to jump his ass in there. He could have got him on the ceiling. The creature slams his warhammer against Nomu. And Nomu feels the physical brunt force, but also feels fire. Burning his chest. Ah, the little ones are dancing around. <laughs> and one of them rushes forward and jumps up to try and touch him with one of their hands. And it's smiling. Think of like the little heartless except fire versions. It goes, ah. The one comes up to touch Nomu. Ah, don't touch me. <laughs> and it hits. Ah. Nomu's going to die. Can we restart? And it touches. I and just it wanted does. to be able to climb on the ceiling. This isn't what I wanted. You set him up. I didn't set him up. I've been set up. We. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to jump in there. Nomu takes 2d6 damage. Nine damage. I'm just about down. It was to keep you out of the fight. Nine keep you in it. fire damage to Nomu. And then the creature, because it's considered to be on fire... If the target that it touches is a creature or a flammable object, it ignites. Oh, that's right. I have reaction. Absorb elements. <laughs> What's that do? I can absorb elements. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, does that mean? what does that mean? Are you taking less damage? He's like, let me read it, though. Absorb elements in my next melee attack. I do um, 1d6. So, like, but I mean, what does absorb elements it? do? Though? Like, it gives you resistance. So is that half damage? It's half damage. Okay. For so, maybe fire that he's gonna take. All right. Yep. So the nine damage then, plus the uh, plus. Three, four. No, no, no. So the the nine. So, the nine damage is divided by half. Then, so you take that nine divided by two. Round up. If the creature touches a cr another creature or a flammable object, it ignites. Nomu is now on, on fire. fire. Oh now, the thing about this, I will explain. So a creature that is ignited by what these little things are called magmen. They're little fire elementals. Oh, God. If it catches a creature on fire, that creature takes... 1d6 fire damage at the end of each of its turns. 
How do we put them out? So you can put it out, you can douse the fire out by taking an action. So instead of attacking, you use an action to douse yourself. I'm gonna need you or to someone can do that for you. Ceiling. You can so, do that. Get on the fucking ceiling. <laughs> so. You said it's an action? Yes. I'm coming to help you. I mean, I can do it. I have action, sir. The other Magnum is dancing around. <laughs> and it rushes at Gnome. Stop. It jumps up like a little baby to touch him. Get away from me! No, the point of this spell was to keep you out of trouble because you always run it in hits. like a fool. I, I think that was kind of productive. I, I think give me a spell oh, to give him more angle to learn it. No, I gave him time to no, move takes. Eleven damage, but because you have the indoor elements, right? Yeah. Nomu doesn't have eleven damage to take. It's half yep. of that. So Nomu has one HP. One HP. <laughs> now I'm not saying I'm proud of this. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, you are helping this man. It is now Damien's turn. You damn right. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Eddie R. Somebody, my turn. <laughs> okay, help. Can I get to him to give him more healing? Yes, you can. You can. Ro you can run around, but they are gonna get an attack of opportunity on you. Yes, the issue is that I gotta run through them to get. You can run around them. They're not blocking around. You can run around in a circle. Wait. You can run this way. You're not, you're not getting this. One. You're getting a better one. Oh. <laughs> you need a better. One. That's what I gotta. That one was distance, but this one heals you for twice as much. Eddie okay. R. Runs to the right. That's me. me. I'll touch me. Right here. Yeah. Okay. Eddie runs. Yeah, to the right. To runs to the around. right. Taking an attack opportunity from one of them. From one of them. The Magnum. The little ones are called Magnums. Yeah, so them. as you come around, it's able to use a reaction to try and touch you too. It now notices Eddie R rushing around. He goes, hey! And it reaches out to touch Eddie R. They're called Magnum? What's your AC again? Magnum. My AC? Oh. 18. Magnum. It misses. It hits. It, you have a shield. Yeah. It hits Eddie's shield in its hand. Burns the shield. Eddie blocks it with his buckler. However, you're not you're not caught on fire since technically it doesn't hit you. So what are you doing? Eddie proceeds to, as a bonus action, I can use them in any order. Correct. Bonus actions, regular actions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bonus action is another action that's not. Okay. Yeah. Your normal. Eddie so, will reuse as a bonus action. Cure wounds, which is 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, but I'm going to use this level 2, so it's 2d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. <laughs> Help! Help! <laughs> 1, 7, so 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Well, he hasn't got that much HP, so he's probably going to see other ones. Oh, that's better. And then, as an action, we'll douse the fire. <laughs> Alright, so you douse the fire. Can Perfect. Perfect. It is now Damien's turn. That was a level two. So. How did reading books turn into this? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Alright. So using cunning action, I'm still behind all of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're not paying attention to you any sooner. Especially after what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Charging in with my old trusty dusty combo. The rapier and dagger. Going straight for the biggest one. All right, so the medium-sized one, yep. the Warhammer. And I'm so, running. So you run at him. You're behind him, so you get the sneak attack in. Oh, yeah, I stab him straight in the spine. So go ahead and roll your d20. He is... Okay. Now, he is surrounded, so you have the advantage, too. 
So that hits. Yep. All right. So the rapier is going to go for... And you get like an additional attack when you get something attack. Yep, right? so it's going to be 2d6. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be 1d6 plus 3. That's 5. And then... Do we so roll the sneak attack bonus yet? No, not yet. Not yet, okay. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead and roll it. Okay. 2. So 7 plus 6. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody gets seven. No, it was six and two. Oh, I'm sorry. Six yeah. and two. So six and two was for the sneak attack with the two d six, and then she rolled a five plus three for her regular rate. Okay, attack. so that's yeah. eight. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> sorry. So, Damien comes up with the rapier and dagger <laughs> and is able to do a sneak attack. Stabs this creature in the back. It yells out. Ah! In she pain. Didn't do the dagger yet. No, not yet. Not. Okay. Go and do the dagger. Four plus three. Well, you have to you have to roll oh. to hit it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The dagger. That will hit. So now do your damage. Four. Plus three. Seven. So yes. Okay. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't get the bonus. Uh, so it's just four. Okay. I think we've done enough. All right, Damien comes, hits it twice <laughs> with the rapier and the dagger, and the creature yells out in pain. However, this creature is also a fire elemental. The, lo the lower ones, or the smaller ones are called magma. This medium creature is known as an azer, azer, however you want to pronounce it. The azer, however, has a skill known as heated body. A creature that touches the azer or hits it with a melee attack while within five feet takes damage. You hit it with a melee attack, so you're getting burned. Can I use a bonus action? 1d10 for 1d10 damage. 10 damage. I rolled max. Okay, disengage this is a, this is basically like a reaction that automatically gets because you hit it. Damn. So because you took both for your attacks, you're done for this turn. And took 10 damage. So as as you stab this azer in the back, Damien gets burnt on his hands for ten damage. <laughs> Jeez. The woman now it is now her turn. She looks around. She sees Nomu gets pummeled by the Warhammer, touched by the Magma. She sees some She yells out. Okay, so I forgot to describe her. This woman, she is a wizard. She is a scholar of the New Tempest University. You can tell just by her robes. But when you had a quick glance of her, you see that she is not a human. She has a humanoid body. She is actually what's called a tiefling. She has light red skin all throughout her body. She's in mostly robes, so you don't see most of her skin, just her face. And then you see a small tail kind of peeking out from under her robes. That's what also red. She has two horns that curl back and do like little ram curls mm -hmm. that go back from her head. And she has black hair. And she screams or yells out and warns you of what they are. She tells you that they are fire elementals that were summoned to the physical plane and not to touch them 
or you will be burned. You'll be fucking burned. Well, now you know. <laughs> but she is going to move. She's going to run to the side, and you see she begins to cast the spell, and she shoots an ice bolt at the magnum that touched uh, Nomu. Ice beam! She summons ice bolt, and it actually hits, even though I rolled crap. She does ice damage of D10 of 5 damage to the creature magnum next to Nomu. 5 damage. It's not down, but it's hurt. It cries out, and she looks over at you and nods her head. Lysundra? Yes. It's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick to my warlock ways and Eldritch Blast, the, the big memer. <coughs> or try, anyway. Okay. 14 plus 6. That will hit. Okay. And you, which one were you hitting? Oh, uh, the big The, the medium-sized one? Yeah. Alright. The big dater. Okay, that's fine. That doesn't help me. Eldritch Blast. So it is 1d10, and then I can add my charisma modifier. Mm -hmm. So I got a 9. And then my charisma. 9 damage yeah. plus your charisma. Charisma damage modifier is it's 3, I think. Plus 4. Oh, 4? So 13 damage. Yes. The Azur takes the Eldritch Blast, and it slowly looks at Isundra and it growls. <sighs> now Nomu's turn. Jesus Christ. If I use my mage armor, am I going to get attacked? Your mage armor? Yeah. I have to no. set it up first. No, you're fine. Alright, Nomu's just like, damn it! I'm tired of this! He reaches, reaches into his uh, leather armor and yanks out a piece, and then uh, his hand kind of shimmers, and then he attaches himself with mage armor. What's that do? Which gives me... Um, my my base AC becomes thirteen plus my dexterity modifier, so that'd be a, a seventeen. Okay. So I have seventeen AC now instead of fifteen. Hit me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. or you can still move. Um, if you want. Yeah, I want to take a five foot step back. Mm -hmm. But then he has to disengage from them, right? Yeah, you'll have to from disengage. All three or just one. Or, um, yeah, you're you already use your action. So yeah, you're... I'm gonna stay there and take out my like crossbow. <laughs> I, I can help you, so just just stay there. All right, and it's now the monster's turn. Don't forget, you got that bonus action or something too. The Azer turns around and it swings violently at Damien. You really hurt him. It's angry. It turns around, and swings the warhammer at Damien as hard as it can. Wait, we can just. <laughs> Which Damien's AC? Alright. The Warhammer comes, and Damien's able to duck under it, oh, no. and it misses. <laughs> Almost smashes against Damien's head, and it growls at her. Or him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the little ones, though, the Magma, looks up at Ediar. <gasps> And it jumps up and tries to touch him with both hands. And it does. It hits Ediar. Do you have an AC of 18? Yes. That will hit. Ediar will take 8 damage. <gasps> As Ediar takes the damage, he finds that he is now engulfed in fire himself. 
So at the end of his round, he will take damage unless he uses an action to douse those fires. Oopsie. You're next to me, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. The other Magmum looks up at Nomu and it jumps out <laughs> to touch him. You have a 17? Yeah. This will miss. No one was able to dodge. Miss me with that. <laughs> <laughs> now it is Eddie's turn. Uh, so, I have to I take 1d6 if I don't douse myself? Yep. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. <laughs> who's in front of me? The who, Who's been hit? Just let me know who's been hit. The person in front of you. Is it him? Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wizard uh, hits. The tiefling hit hit the smaller magmum that's closer to you that attacked you, and the Azer's taking damage from Damien. I'm gonna go ahead and cast Bane on all three enemies. What's that do? Up to three uh, creatures of your choice that you can see within rage, you must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or okay. saving throw. So they have to make a DC save of what? Uh, let's see. It should be on your uh, your character page. Mm-hmm. Spell save. Oh, charisma. Or, uh, your second page. On your spells. DC savings. Oh. oh, so 13. 13. So they have to beat a 13. Yeah. So the middle, the little magnum, magnum that hits you failed. So he'll have to do that. The Azer rolled high enough. It doesn't affect him. And the other magnum doesn't get affected. Rolling like fire. So oh, the, man. So well, the only the one that you hit is affected by it. Okay. All right? So whatever he rolls to hit, I roll D4. Subtract yeah, you roll D4 and subtract it. Okay, perfect. All right. It is now... Unless there's... Can I take a d6 in damage? Yep. So I, I'll do that for you. <laughs> One damage. Uh, <laughs> it is not Damien's turn. Um, well. If you disengage from it, you gotta... And a short bow is not gonna count as a melee attack? No, or is it? no. Okay, right. short bow is distance, yeah. range attack. However, you're He's right next to him. He's a little close to me. Yeah, so you're, you ha- you would have to disengage. You can yeah. move away I, and not disengage and attack, but if you disengage, that's your action. Yeah. I'm going to disengage and then... So, so once you... Dis- I... Yeah, if you use your action to disengage, you can't do anything else. But you can you can leave and get out of his threat range so he can't hit you. Worth it. All right. I'm out. I'm out. So you use disengage as your but action I'm and you retreat. I'm going to go over toward Asundra. Okay. So you run away. And because you disengage, it can't get an attack of opportunity on you. It growls, staring at Damien. All right. It is now the tiefling's turn. You see the wizard continues to cast magic. And she shoots or attempts to shoot another ice bolt at the magnum. That she originally hit, and she hits it for three damage. And that's the one she hit before. You see an ice bolt slam against the little creature. It drops to a knee, but still up. It is now Isundra. Oh, they're getting murphied. 
Get smoked. You see this tiefling shoots bolt after bolt into this little thing. Could have saved yourself. She's a beast. <laughs> um, I think I think Eldritch Blast is my best bet. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna blast do the bigger dude. Okay. Four, but my thing is six, I think. Yeah, so ten. So you shoot your Eldritch Blast, and the big man, or the big man, the, the elemental, the medium-sized elemental swings his hammer, and it basically hits his hammer, his war hammer, and you do not hit him. So is it like Thor's Big man. Yeah. <laughs> and it growls at Isundra. Shit. Nomu, you're up. All right. Um, I mean, I could still use my crossbow to stand that close, right? It's a light crossbow. Yeah. yeah. You'll be at a disadvantage. Oh. If you shoot it that close. Yeah. Yes. Fuck it. But you're not engaged with these two, right? We're just, just trying to shoot a bow when there's someone right up on you. Yeah. Of... Well, I'm saying if he wanted to back up or, like, get on the wall, he still can do all of that. So, like, he would only he can have back to disengage up. He can back guy. up, but they can try they, and touch him. They still him. can attack him, so they... Only this guy. Because these guys aren't engaged with him. No, but they're, he's within he still threat range. range. Yeah. If you're within threat range... It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm shooting the light, the light crossbow. <laughs> All right. At Big Men with the right. Warhammer. Big so, Min. you're not moving, though? So, you're no. at a disadvantage. Uh, damn, I rolled a nine. That means oh, it doesn't matter. So, roll again, because you're going to take the nine, no matter what you roll. Damn. So, you rolled a 25. So, you rolled a nine. So, you miss. The arrow goes over the Azar, Azar's head. It is now the monster's turn. The little magnum looks up at Ediar and it shakes its head because ah! it's on one one knee and it swipes at his foot. Ah! And it misses. Ediar lifts his foot up. You can try that again and I'll stomp on your head. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I roll in the D4 because I rolled a 2. So he's going to miss regardless. The other magnum looks at Nomu and it jumps up at him. Ah! And it misses. He's able to sidestep. <laughs> the Azer, though, glares at Asundra and it charges at her. And like it's that. yelling, Aah! You charging at us, bitch. Why and it you... swings its Warhammer down as hard as it can what? to hit Asundra. What? Oh, oh, no. It's a critical. I need you to retire that dice when you're fighting. <laughs> oh, no. This. What the fuck, dude? Asundra will take double damage. She takes. With both hands, it slams its Warhammer down into Asundra's chest for 2d10. Two D, two D oh my god. 4 plus 9. 13 damage plus its strength, which is a 3. So that's 16 damage. However, you also take fire damage, and that's also doubled. 2 plus the 16 is 18. Oh Wait, how much damage am I taking? You're dead. 19 damage. I'm not dead. Yeah. Total? Total. 19 damage total. I rolled really low for those last two. Okay. Yeah, it could have been way worse. Fuck you. I would have killed you. <laughs> no, I would have just been down. All right. Well, and out. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> yeah, face down. That I is, that is brain. Th their turn. It is but. now Eddie Yard. 
Yeah. Do I have line of sight? Yeah, you do. You have line of sight. Wait, this one they have me. <laughs> okay. Uh, melee attacks are going to hurt me. So. You also are currently. See, that's a bonus action, so I can't still do that. I forgot about that. I'm giving myself. Oh, man. So, first we're going to start with. Let's see. Guiding bolts. Uh, myself. You've been messing him up, right? <laughs> We've been hitting him. I don't know if I'm messing him up or not. He just came so. over and fucked me, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use guiding bolts on him. Uh. Where's my D20 at? Alright. On the Azer? The medium-sized creature? Alright, that just crap, knocked yeah. the crap out of a Sooner. Idiar casts Guiding Bolt. What did you 19 get? 19 plus... Uh, Alright, so that hits whatever... What, what's it Guiding Bolt do? Uh, a flash of light streaks toward a creature with your choice within range. Make a range spell attack against the target. On hit, the target takes 46 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, I'm casting that... Oh, I did this too. I'm doing level 1. Uh, and then and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Okay. Cool. So, so do your damage. Six. All right. Mm -hmm. One, five, two. Fourteen. So you're fourteen. Fourteen damage to the Azer. All right. He's still up, but he's hurt. As a bonus action. Two slurps left, and one more second level. So I'm use my second level for this. Uh, she's within she's she's within sixty feet of me, right? Yes. Okay. As soon as is. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna roll uh, healing words uh, as a level two. So two d four. To uh, healer. Yeah. All right. So that's a bonus action, though. Yeah, bonus okay. action. Okay. Uh, plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. So. So four, four, one, five, five plus your spellcasting ability. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten damage is healed to Isundra by Ediar. That's his bonus action. Healing word. Isundra feels her wound feeling better. <laughs> My brain. Yeah. Alright, perfect. The Azer is hurt. He's breathing heavily. The fire around him begins to ignite more powerfully. It's more it's a stronger fire all around his body, I guess. Mm -hmm. It ignites like around him. He's smoldering, and he yells out, Aah! he begins to curse out in Ignan, which is the fire elemental language. You don't know what he's saying, since none of you can understand that. <laughs> Fuck you! It is now Damien's turn. Damien just watched me get fucked up. <laughs> Damien's like, uh-uh. Damien said, I saw that hammer. So, um... I'm not going to be uh, a Targaryen against that Warhammer. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to help. Smash like where you are. Indirectly. So I'm going to move. All right. I love I'm it. Gonna... I'm the fuck out of here. I'm going to help I'm you going... by not helping. Damien runs around. He's soon out of the way. But as a bonus action, I'm going to use Master of Tactics, which I acquired Get at you level outside three. the room. What? The yeah, that's the oh. goal. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Sit on my fucking room. Well, I guess I'll be blinded. But I'm going to use Master of Tactics, which allows me to help someone. Ooh. How does it help? It increases, uh, gives them advantage on their attack. 
Okay. That they do what I tell them to do. So, Asundra, I'm going to instruct you to use Eldritch Blast on your turn. Okay. And, and that give her an advantage. Yes. All right. Well, cool. she already has... Who are you attacking? It's big boots. She already have advantage against him from my oh, attack. Okay. Yeah. Really? Oh. She mm-hmm. doesn't get a double? Mm-hmm. No. Well, shoot the little one. Or does it... So well, can, I mean, if I well, it, it needs to be used before my next turn. Yeah. Okay. So someone needs to attack him to get the advantage. The help for you is revoked. I'll give it to Nomu. Yeah, give it to Nomu. <laughs> Shit ain't been going his way. Alright. So you're telling Nomu to do what if he attacks who? Uh, he can attack the small one. One of the small ones? Yes, go okay. straight for the head. All right. Downward. Alright. Even if it'll catch me on fire? Shoot down with an arrow, you're 6'5". <laughs> Alright. It is now the Tiefling's turn. She makes a five-foot step to the left, and she casts another cantrip, Ice Bolt. She's, she knows what hurts them, so... Well, some of us didn't take Ice Bolt, so fuck her. <laughs> she shoots out an Ice Bolt at one of the small creature that she's been hitting, and she is able to hit, and she does eight damage. You see she shoots another Ice Bolt out, an Icicle Shard flies from her hand, and it goes through the little magmum's head and it falls to the ground however something she was not aware of happens as she kills this magmum mm-hmm. as the magmum falls its body hits the ground and it has a attribute called death burst when the magmum dies it explodes in a burst of fire and magma each creature within 10 feet of it must make a dc 11 dexterity saving throw taking 2d6 fire damage on a failed failed save. If you succeed on that save, you take half damage. So everyone that's within 10 feet of this, which would be Nomu, Ediar, and the Tiefling. What kind of save? Dexterity. Dexterity saving throw. 11. So the Tiefling makes 11, so she'll take half. No, that's it. You'll take full. I'm good. So... We do 2d6 fire damage. Four, so that is nine damage. ADR and a tiefling take half rounded down of that. Four. Yep, tiefling takes four. Nomu takes the full nine. As this little magnum drops, it explodes in fire and magma. But it's it's fire, so don't you take half still? Yes, it's fire damage. Nomu? Mm-hmm. Don't you take half stokes here? This one it only lasts that one round. Oh, oh I okay. thought it was like a skill you had. Gotcha. So you take full nine damage. Yep, already took it. All right. So it is now a Sundra's turn. Okay. So I have advantage on the Sundra. You guys are putting my healing in the overdrive. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I have advantage on this guy, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do work. I have ten plus six. Sixteen will miss. So we'll do a roll again because you have an advantage. <laughs> oh, that's critical! So you cast out of blast. So you will take your damage and you multiply it by t- by two. He's dead. <laughs> you better be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to explode too. <laughs> you you're also probably dead. Nine six. Let me see. Yeah, it's a six. Okay, so six. Six plus 
Four with my crit. This is ten, so roll your die again. Oh, I have red damage on that too? No, no, you, you crit it's him. Oh, double damage. Yeah. yeah, double damage. Six. Plus six. All right. So, you know, Eldritch Blast? I don't use my charisma on that one. No, just just once. So how do you kill him? The fire blast. elemental. I say, fuck you, and I blast. <laughs> I just blast right through his goddamn face. All right. Oh. So the Azer oh. takes the Eldritch Blast straight to the face, and before it can say anything, it explodes, and it drops to the ground. However, it does not explode in a death burst like the magma. Oh, shit. Perfect. It is now Nomu's turn. Oh, Nomu's like, I've had enough of this. He uses his second wind, which gives him back <laughs> three HP. Okay. So, so that's that on that one. And then... <laughs> He, Nomu stands at a defensive stance, parts his legs a little bit, and brings his arms in, and then you see a light crackle around him. He uh, throws his arms out and says, Sword burst! Alright. A ring of swords. Uh, yep, a ring of swords comes out and hits five feet around me. That's fine. Alright. So. Excellent. Is there a saving throw or anything? Or it's automatic. Yes, it's uh, there's a saving throw. Okay. What is it? The saving throw is a dexterity save throw fifteen. The magmum rolled a twenty. It's able to make it. So is it half damage then? If um, they make it. I also rolled a twenty. How oh, perfect. They didn't even say. Yeah, it says you must succeed on a dex saving throw or take one d six force damage. So I guess he just. just, they, just so they, they dodged it. Fuck. So the magnum hey! jumps right, out of the way. Action surge. <laughs> Aims to crossbow down like the fucking Punisher. Yep. <laughs> you want to give us like a free It looks up at something? Something? Hey! You don't got nothing to say in front of his voice? <laughs> <laughs> say it. All right. So May I ask you something? Oh, I wrote a nat 20, not a regular. It's 20th. You took everything. <laughs> My uh, dice says automatic miss. Oh. You got advantage though. Right? From help? Oh, yeah, we have advantage. So Crap. roll again. Uh, yeah, she gave you advantage. Mm-hmm. Hey. Critical. Hey. All right. So, you rolled a crit? Yep. Right. Aims down and fires the crossbow. All right, so do the crossbow damage times two. Yep. You don't add your strength to it. 19 damage. That's not correct. There's whoa, no whoa, whoa. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Seven. It's very different. All right, so you rolled a seven. All right. Yep. Roll twice. Eight. All right. That's not adding your... Uh... You got to take off that plus four. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the four plus... Well, it's three. Okay. Yeah. You don't get your strength on. No, not with a crossbow. The magnum yep. is hit in the head by the crossbow. And it's the arrows, the bolt is sticking out of its head, but it's still awake. The fire elemental, it's like dancing with himself, trying to keep balance. It is hurt. Damn devil! You just disengage. It is now the magnum. Can't turn. touch me. It's Get on the ceiling. it is confused. It is hurt, and it's looking around and looks up, and it sees 
As it's falling back, it sees Damien. And it swipes at her. Because <laughs> Damien is behind it. And it misses Damien. Damien's able to quickly sidestep out of the way. Oh, watch out now. <laughs> you thought you had it, didn't you? <laughs> it is now Idiard's turn. I need to take a d6 damage at the end of last turn as well, because I never put out the fire. Oh, you're going to take that d6? Cool. Wait, you got to roll the damage right Oh, yeah. Look how honest he is. So honest, I love it. Two Trying damage. Trying to look back. I hate this motherfucker. Damn, I'm out of spells. I made it so you could be sneaky instead of going in and trying to grapple everything. So, you said, uh... Your goddamn pussycat you ass ran damage. right in. Yeah, I took that too. So, yeah. my turn. Yep. You set me up. Uh, you could have dropped on the small oh, one. Oh, set up. You I should have betrayed. That was you. Your HP's fine, right? Yes. I have not What's your HP? I'm 8 too. 8? You should kill Nomu. He'll die. Give him some healing hands. <laughs> uh, he, I can do a bonus action before regular action, right? I, mean, I got potions. Yeah. I got, I think I got two spell casts left. Yes. We all hoard our potions. What do I have like left? Eddie Arm. We are hoarding. Walks to the left of Nobu <laughs> next to the elemental. Uh, we'll first use uh, skills. Two new skills. Cure wounds as a bone. I don't know. I cannot use that. Help! Use healing word. On you. Oh. What word is that? What? Use your voice. What's your healing word? Stay alive, nigga. He's <laughs> 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 uh, a cat. You gotta say two. Be one d four. That's my bonus action. Plus my spellcaster modifier, so seven. You'll seven. Heal. You'll heal for seven. All right. Cool. Even to put out this enemy. I will go ahead and cast another instance of Guiding Bolts. Alright. Puppy upstairs is barking. <laughs> Hell! 16. That will hit. And then 4d6. Alright. No, 4d6. That's a d4. Oh, nice. So 5, 2, Seven, two, eight, two. 11. Mm -hmm. So 11 damage to the magmum. The guiding bolt strikes the magmum, and the magmum drops to the ground dead, but it also explodes. So everyone within 10 feet of him make me a... Which is Eddie R, Nomu, and Damien. Make me a DC dexterity save of 11. Hey, I got that. About time. 19. Right. So you all beat it. So you all only take half damage. The little magmum explodes for 11 damage. So half that. Half. Right. <clears throat> yep. Run up or down? Back. Down. Mm-hmm. Take five. Right, five so damage. Ten damage. Somebody needs to put that fire on me through that ten. You also take five damage fire, Eddie R, from the end of your turn. <clears throat> Stop, drop, and roll. The magmum drops dead after exploding, and you see the tiefling reaches up and she wipes her forehead. Someone better uh, douse that fire off of your friend. I start. Uh, Nomo starts patting down Edyar, rolling, rolling like dough. Little <laughs> dirty. The fire is doused from Edyar's body. 
and the room is now has grown silent. The magmums are both dead, and the azer is dead as well. The tiefling is breathing heavily after seeing the battle that just ensued. And we will end Tavern of the Caverns there. No, right? <laughs> 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 Till next time, y'all, on Taverns and Caverns. <laughs> Damn. That was too stressful. This bitch need to pay I, I was about to round on her, man. Did you summon these? Okay. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Ryan, the DM for Taverns and Caverns. Just want to say again that you can follow us on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Again, on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Also, I just want to shout out to all our listeners that have kept up with our podcast, and we want to say thank you for keeping up with us. We truly appreciate the support that we've received, and we'd love to hear more feedback from you guys and ladies. So when you get the chance, please uh, just give us what you think. Uh, give us a shout out on our Twitter or on our YouTube channel of what you guys think of the podcast just to let us know if you like what we're doing or if you don't that's whatever it's all good we just like to hear from the fans so thank you again till next time on taverns and caverns <laughs>